Listener Production. If life was a cereal box, this would be the toy inside. Oh, I wanted that one. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Ten scenes around the Okine household yesterday, Alex Dyson. Oh. Louie goes on sale. Right, the live show at the Opera House. Oh, now, no. Sophia and I and, and Belle, all big fans, so jumped straight on board. You're just refreshing the web page oh, constantly. Oh, mate, Belle ends up in a queue of 616 people waiting to buy tickets. She's sending o- me these online. WhatsApps going, yeah, going, oh, I think I'm going to miss out. There's the crying emoji, which Belle doesn't actually know is the laughing emoji at Ooh, this stage. She's okay. still pretty uncool. Well, um, but, luckily but, it's going to be sorted out uh, by today because what's hitting with Sarah is back. 14-year-old Sarah from Brisbane will be joining us to uh, let us know what's good in the hood. But guess what? And that's cool because it rhymes. Well, guess what? <laughs> what? We're going to see Bluey. Oh, Can't well wait. Got tickets. Yeah, well very, very excited. Well, and look, it comes off the back of the news about Bluey because uh, there was an American viewer who didn't realise that they censored certain things in the American version compared to Australia. We get the raw version. There's a scene where a pony poops. You see the poop come out of its butt and Bluey... <laughs> And indie run away, whereas in the American version, cut it. It's too it's too real. Yeah, I'm sure that would for the be, Americans. Sure, that would be harmful to children, um, which America is notorious for uh, keeping safe at all times. Um, so shall we shall we get into it? Do we should, do, should we plug vote for us in the Listeners Choice Awards, Australian Podcast Awards. Oh, yeah, please go slash vote Australia. again, please. <laughs> Podcastawards.com slash vote. Yep, do it. Uh, but other than that, look, let's get on with the show because we've got a big one. Sarah's coming up. you got a story about Ian Dyson. we got leftovers. It's all happening. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Why don't we start off with a plank call, shall we? Bit of fun? Oh. Bit of cheeky Friday fun? Don't mind if I do. <laughs> this is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Well, Matt, it is a Friday. We need a fun way to end the week and get into the weekend. And recently, a good way to do that is giving away some prizes, prizes, prizes by making some plank calls. Yeah, look, it is a fun day, Alex Dyson. Usually people are, you know, jumping up and down on a Friday. At the end of the working week, you stand at 9 to 5, Monday to fry. You know, people usually... Send a couple of the uh, text messages around the group messages. Oh, it's Friday, you know. <laughs> Let's get on it. So uh, we thought we would um, continue the, the long-running competition we've had where Matt and I get into a plank position. We call one of you. It could be from an unknown number. If you pick up, you have as quickly as possible to guess the code word that we need to try and get you to say before we fall down from our plank position, which lasts between 40 seconds and a minute usually. (laughs) Well, look, and this is one of the reasons why I feel a little bit sad on today, Alex Dyson, because over uh, the last two years, you know, my palate has grown. Um, I am a food lover and, Mm. uh, yeah, you know, my taste buds have come accustomed to and, you know, started to really enjoy certain flavours that I didn't previously like. And one of those things is the good old-fashioned tiramisu. Yeah, we saw tiramisu in the news this week because Addo Campiol, uh, who is known as the father of tiramisu, which is the Italian dessert popular around the world, died this week at the age of 90. Three. He invented it in the year 1969. Tiramisu was invented the same year as humans walked on the moon for the very first time. Yeah. And I'll tell you what I've, you know, enjoyed a lot more of. <laughs> it's affected your life a lot more. 
I mean, what's going on with the moon? Are you telling me they can't have a webcam or something up there now? Oh, mate, that's a, that's some big words from someone who tried to buy a piece of the moon. All right, so let's just let's just back up on the moon for a little bit. But no, very. Well, same yeah, time... I did try to buy a piece of the moon, and it was very difficult, very fraudulent. A lot easier to buy a piece of tiramisu. All right, <laughs> maybe if the moon took a bloody piece out of tiramisu's book, we'd yep. all enjoy it a bit more. Well, tiramisu, great dessert, great word that we could potentially try and get a random listener to guess. It's getting hard. Previous words have included bok choy, serendipity and wilderness. And Matt, after a slow start to plank calls, you came back last week and uh, squared it up to 1v2. So I'm going to see what you can do this week. You are first cab off the rank. Get ready to plank and I'm going to call uh, your contestant who is Jock. Currently in Queensland. Jock, All you're right, about to get... be called. You don't know this yet, but the phone is about to ring, you're going to pick it up and you're going to be faced with a planking Matt O'Kine. The only way you can get him to stop planking and win yourself an all-day breakfast robe, all right. which are Getting rarer down. than hen's teeth at the moment, is to guess the word tiramisu. Now, Matt, the three words that we're not allowed to say while trying to direct our, uh, our listeners to the word is dessert. Can't say dessert, otherwise you're out. Yep. Can't say coffee. Can't say Damn Italian. It. Okay. Ah. You're allowed to say addo campiole. Not sure that's common knowledge that he's the father of tiramisu. Okay, the word is tiramisu. Uh, I'm going to make the call to Jock. From All right, come on. Here we go. Hello, Jock speaking. Jock, it's Matt O'Kine from Matt and Alex. You're being plank called. Okay, what do you have oh, after? What do you have after dinner? Dessert. Yep, okay, now uh, think about that. Think about that. I'm talking layers yes. here. All right, we've got cream. Oh, uh, the, Neapolitan. What? There's, no, there's Ice dusting cream. on top. Cake. Oh, um, frosting. Okay, okay uh, what happens when you cry? What happens when you cry? Tears, tears, tears. Yeah, yeah, think about you. who are you? You, you say you, but on in your tense, oh. your version. Me, me. When you cry and then it's you. Tear me. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay, think about think about someone think about a lady who would own a small dog. <laughs> okay, what do you do uh, when you hit <laughs> Think about a lady with short hair, she would own a dog. I uh, imagine nah, she would be man. about 45 years old. Think about it comes out of your eyes and then you and then the lady with the dog. Chuck! Uh, oh, he's holding on. Uh, Stop the clock. Stop the clock. I'm sorry, Jock. Uh, Matt lasted in the plank position for a minute and 12 seconds, but the incredible clue of think of a lady about 45 years old who might own a small dog didn't get you there in the end. I don't blame you as well, Jock, but um, I'm sorry. That's going to be a tough time to win you a robe, mate. Now, Jock, tell me, if I use three other words, would you be able to understand? Okay, think about the words. Dessert. Okay, sure. Coffee. Italian. Ah, tiramisu. Oh, there it is. Okay, well, the, uh, yeah. the forbidden words did make it very, very difficult there. Right. So, Jock. Um, I'm difficult. so sorry, Jock. Yeah. Look, I thought we could do it, but um, thank you. Oh, thank you uh, very much for participating. I'm sorry that we couldn't uh, win you a robe there, but look, uh, we no got worries. close. Next time. Next time. Well, let's, Cheers, Jock. let's see if I can't get our next caller to, um, if I fall down before a minute and 12 seconds, Matt, and we've got no guess, then... Jock could be walking away with a robe. I'm going to call listener Sally. If Sally picks up, it's going to be straight to business. Let's go. All right, mm. let's do this. 
Hello. Hello, Sally. It's Alex Dyson. You're being plank called. This one is a three-parter. At Dreamworld, a ride is called the Tower of... Uh, Terror? Yes. Okay, the planet next to us, it is the red planet, is called... Mars? Yep. And the next one, a, a place with lots of animals that you go and visit with your kids. Who? Yes. Now put them all together. Uh, Terra Mars Zoo. Yeah. Now think about what you eat. Oh, Terra Missalata. No! 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 <laughs> um, oh, I trick I'm trying. Uh, no, you've got to keep going. Terra Mars Zoo. Terra Mars Zoo. Yes! Stop the clock! Yes! You've won an all day breakfast, Rogue. Congratulations, yes. Sally. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, tiramisulata! I've never heard of that. It sounds delicious. <laughs> tiramisulata, the delicious, <laughs> the delicious fish row dip. I mean, the salmon <laughs> row dip. Oh, is that what it you is? I've never heard of it. You wouldn't want to have it. You wouldn't want coffee flavored stuff for that. But um, <laughs> wow. wow. Thank you so much. Boy, not a problem. Congratulations uh, to you, Sally. We appreciate you joining us. You've got one of the very last all-day breakfast robes, so you can relax in that on the weekend. And um, we'll get it out to you ASAP. Thanks so much for uh, sending us your number on the uh, Madden Alex Instagram. And, uh, yeah, we'll see who will be able to get it next time. But you're in the Hall of Fame now. Good work. Absolutely. Not a problem, boys. Love your work. Well, Matt, cop that. Three to one, mate. I'm calling it. That's cool. Jeffy. What about like? That's pretty cool. What's hitting? Little thing called. What's hitting with Sarah? What do you think, Sarah? <laughs> it is that time of the week where we chat to our good friend, Sarah, who's currently 14 years old, um, going to high school in Brizzy and is actually the one teaching us, Alex yep. Dyson. What is what? Yeah, taking us to school. <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting old and we've come to realise very quickly that we are certainly no longer cool. <laughs> and we need to know what the kids are up to these days. And I tell you what, Sarah. Uh, first of all, have you been well? Has it all been going? What have you been up to? Um, nothing much. I had a few friends over yesterday, and my mum cooked a lot. She cooked over like fifty cupcakes. So I'm literally like, you guys called me, and I was like in the middle of eating a cupcake. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's that sounds awesome. Oh, I mean, I mean, it's particularly it. awesome because you know most of the time parents are so lame. Am I right, Sarah? <laughs> okay, okay. No, my mum's cool. Oh, okay, awesome. yes. It's cool to like parents again. Oh. Great. I could, <laughs> I could don't have to pretend I don't love my dad. That's awesome. Um, now, Sarah, we've got some incredible listeners uh, who have been getting in touch because they, like us, want to know the thing. And i got to say, you have already been helping us so well. I mean, my partner, Elle, who makes music under Woods and we, is known as Woods is the Goods, was lying next to me when I was texting Bron. Bron sent me a really funny meme and I texted back to Bron two chair emojis, right, after our chat the other week and L goes to me, get this, goes, what's the chair emoji mean? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> out of the loop. Do you know what? That's so funny because my partner said, please stop sending the crying emoji in the chairs. <laughs> you're not young. You're not cool. And the fact that you're trying is even more pathetic. So oh it can go two ways. Um, Brutal. So many people have been mm. saying how much they love the uh, love the segment and they also just want, want help from you. I mean, Jasmine said, no question, I just bloody love this segment. This 33-year-old I'm so glad. needs help. So you are helping people and we, we're going to ask yeah. throw a few questions at you right now, Sarah, to see what's hitting. Um, first of all, question is from Tessa. Do kids still use LOL, L-O-L, and OMG? Oh, my God. Um, yeah, quite often. But mm. the thing is, lol, it's often used for more 
stalk Shima now instead of mm-hmm. actually like laughing. When it comes to like sending like like the fact that you're laughing through text, it's often just like LMFAO or like all capitals like ha ha ha. Um, but lol is often used like in like darker terms like like I remember one time I sent a text to my best friend saying my cat just died lol. <laughs> Okay. Like, okay. like, it's not used in the same <laughs> yeah. way anymore. Okay, I see. It's right. like a bit of a crying through the tears. Like, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. That's so interesting. <laughs> okay, okay. What about OMG? Is OMG a thing? Um, not, you don't say OMG, you just say, oh my God. Right, okay. So you, you don't say OMG out loud? We don't want to be doing that? No. But you, you say it in text? Yeah. Okay. Saying OMG is kind of cringe, but yeah. saying no. like, Oh my god, is cool. It's just, that's fun. Okay, okay, so, great. So, okay, well, Zach Zach Bird has hit us up as well. Said, "G'day, Sarah. Does the winky face have a place in modern culture?" Um, it. I, I suppose not. Like the actual emoji. The actual emoji is Loki, like really cringe. Yep. But like, if you do like the, I think it's a semicolon. Um, but right, like yeah. the semicolon and then a bracket, then it's more popular with, like, my generation. Okay, because oh. I find, I do find the winky face, sometimes you want to do a I'm joking kind of thing, but the winky face just has these weird connotations. It's like, I shouldn't <laughs> be doing this at all. Like, because <laughs> um, it's like, you don't often see, like, a lot of people using, like, just a straight smiley face or just a straight sad face. Mm. It's very often, like, through texting in my, like, like, through my generation stuff that you see, like, the two dots and then a bracket. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, okay. So we've gone back from the actual little emojis to, ah, the retro emoji. Okay, (laughs) I understand what's happening now. It's it's common with that, like with hearts as well. Like you do the little. Oh, like a less than, greater than sign and a three. Yeah. Oh, well, like, well, well, well. Oh, I guess we'll be seeing you on MSN Messenger very soon as well. <laughs> That's a thing. Do you get that reference? Oh, Sarah, please? Yeah, I got it. Okay, MSN Messenger. Okay, thank still God. Your parents, your parents probably met on MSN. All right, here we All go. Right. We've also got an audio question, which you're more than welcome to send if you've got one. Um, Hit us up, matt.and.alex. This audio message is from Hayden. So question for Sarah. Is it not cool to hold the phone up to your ear anymore? I've noticed a lot of people holding the phone just out in front of them. Not video calling, because they're holding it sort of flat like a dinner plate. Can you please explain? <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, it's like you're see, serving your phone up at an Italian restaurant as a pizza. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like it's not cool, but just like a lot of people have like AirPods these days and earbuds. Mm-hmm that you don't need it, and mm. often, I don't know, like, I actually understand that, like, not many people actually put the phone to their head, but um, it's not, like, it's not, like, uncool, but I guess it's just, like, AirPods and earbuds are such a big thing now that, like, mm. I usually never take mine out, and so yeah. I usually never have to put it to my ear. I don't know, my generation just, like, almost never stops listening to music, like, you notice yeah. that more. When you actually think about it, what's it like in like school? Like, does everyone always have like a single earbud in a, like a classroom? Yeah, pretty much. Like a lot of people just like like put their hair in front of their ears <laughs> so you can't see, which yeah. I can't do anymore because I cut a mullet. So oh. you're getting but, <laughs> the pitfalls but, of a mullet, Sarah. Yeah, but yeah, like 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 I said, it's not uncool to hold the phone to your head, but I guess... It's like, just like, get to a retirement home now, you old yeah. person. 
<laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Sarah. As always, we really, truly appreciate you joining us and helping us and guiding us mm. through our all. lives as, uh, as we, we age uh, so ungracefully. So please, uh, hopefully we'll see you again next week, Sarah. And uh, until then, enjoy the music. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> see you later. Fit check. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Well, he's at it again. Who? The Library Avenger, Matt O'Kine. Oh, your dad, is he back in the library? Well, he is. He's shushing people. Twice a day. Well, in a sense of the word. Ian Dyson, if you did miss the episode where I talked about my dad in the library shushing the librarian who he considered was having a conversation far too loud, turning the tables on the librarian, um, saying an interesting incident happened to him this week where a kerfuffle was happening at the library. What, like fisticuffs? Well, there was a very irate potential patron at the front door surrounded by three um, female librarians trying to get in without a certified vaccine um, certificate. So let, let everyone know that he had been vaccinated and was less likely to uh, catch or distribute this little virus that has killed millions. Not very happy with the librarians. The thing. They were getting ready to call the police. Ian Dyson puts down the computer headphones. Oh, 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 oh no. Walks up to the front. And says to this guy, who's ranting and raving, said, up in Melbourne, they're sick of dictator down up in Melbourne, is apparently what he was yelling at this time. Ian Dyson walks up to him and says... Wait, wait, please tell me he just put his finger up <laughs> against the man's lips and says, shh. <laughs> um, I don't think he quite did that. But he did say, I think you better calm down. Which is bold because in my experience, <laughs> if you tell an extremely angry person, oi, mate, I think you better calm down. <laughs> it has the opposite effect. Uh, but things get explosive. But I think the, the gentleman saw my father, um, saw, apparently was a little bit taller and decided to calm down and, and leave the library. So wow. once again, bringing law and order to a... Karangamite Regional Library Services, which he's, is... He's like a sheriff around there, isn't he? He certainly is. He's fierce. I remember, he told me a story, and this is just me making, like, remembering this on the spot, but I remember, I think in a pub one time, he said there was someone who was arguing with his girlfriend or something in the pub, and Dad went up and said, oi, you should stop doing that. And the guy said, like, what are you going to do about it sort of thing? And then Dad gets down into the... Karate stance. Oh no! Okay. <laughs> because no. he is, he is he very good at karate. I could say my dad. He's gone through the, the steps. He goes down the beach and does it in the mornings. He's well, he went into like in the flying, karate. He didn't go flying. the side crane. No, no, no. You don't do crane first stance, but <laughs> knees lowered, hands up. I don't think he said on guard or anything like that. But um, <laughs> the guy calmed down. So a bit of a sheriff and. Now that's these two are just sort of near misses. I think the biggest Ian Sheriff Dyson story. I, I hope my dad doesn't mind telling telling his yarns from over the years. But um, <laughs> was it Charles de Gaulle Airport in France? Oh, okay. 
Okay. All right, the elevators are going up and my dad's standing behind someone, sees a head, someone just putting their little hand into oh. someone's handbag, into the, the posh, as they say in France, the pocket. It's like, what's this guy's stealing these? There's a pickpocket in front of us. He's going up the escalator and I'm like, he sees the door to another person. He's like, right, that's it. Gets to the top. It's one of those gates, you know, like at a public transport, you go through the gate or something. The guy goes through. Dad runs up, jumps the gate, tackles this man. No. <laughs> in the middle of the airport, holds him down. And like the all the French guards are coming out like, what's going on? I've got like the guns at the airport at this stage. And the dad's like, this guy's tries to explain this guy's pickpocketing. And they, they got him. They got the pickpocket. It would be every pickpocketer's worst nightmare, I think. Mm. Imagine being a pickpocketer. And you, you reach into a handbag that's ripe for some sort of you oh, know, yeah, new, juicy. new phone or a, mm. or a purse that's covered in diamonds and yeah. it's just stacked full of euro. <laughs> and then you reach into the handbag and you hold onto something and you think, oh, this is an interesting purse. And then you pull it out and you realise that you're actually holding a hand and you follow that hand up to the arm to the face of the owner of it, and it's Ian Dyson. <laughs> and then he just goes, hey, and like whacks your face and you fall back. And then <laughs> all your little pickpocketing crew go, suck the blue. Yeah. Um, Ian. <laughs> and then they run. <laughs> Luckily, both the Sheldegal Airport and the Warnable Library has a masked defender who is Ian Dyson. So I thought, you know, fans who are following along the, the Dyson Sheriff of uh, Libringham <laughs> stories would like to hear the update of the latest uh, kerfuffle going down at the uh, the bibliotheque. And hey, if you've got any sheriff dads or sheriff yeah. parents, let us know at Alex. When has the sheriff come to town? Maybe it's you, maybe it's someone you know. When have your parents said to someone, this town ain't big enough for the two of us? <laughs> We'd love to know. I smell toast. Yes, it's always good to uh, go through the filing cabinet and give you some of the messages we've received throughout the week as uh, we round things up here, Matt O'Kine. It's a little bit of leftovers yeah, that's right. Let's kick things off with LJ uh, at Thrill House. And this was with regards to when we we're talking about Uggs being a scary new trend that uh, Bron brought in as part of Clickfish. LJ says, yeah, I also had no idea what moccasins were because I didn't. And uh, now I look at them, I know I would have just called them slippers. Yes, that's what I would have called them. Or I would have called them sock slippers or slippers with socks or well, something. Moccasins are almost Ugg sandals to a certain, like Ugg boat shoes, I would say. Well, so, Sophia's got a little pair with socks attached. That's why I call the sock slippers. Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, it's very difficult to keep slippers on a two-year-old's feet. It's <laughs> the um, sock aspect. Right. Yeah. Uh, another one that I saw was Lyndon who said, uh, at Lindo said, my father moved to the UK. Oh, this was with regards to inheritances. Mm-hmm. Um, said, my father moved to the UK and got myself, briefly, and younger brother to be power of attorney. And my father, still living, specified in his will that our inheritance was to be our education. Ooh. which some would consider a birthright. Mm. It was only high school, uh, part of which was discounted because he was dating a teacher for half of it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, that sweet will discount. <laughs> Chris also got in touch. Um, this is when we were talking about um, the rant dog, about nails in the tyres. 
Um, and he goes, you got to be kidding me. As Just as I was listening to that, this happened, sent a photo of a big old screw sticking into oh, his um, into his the tire. Worse. So sorry for jinxing you there, Chris, but appreciate the photo. Hey, and look, let's turn things around a bit because I always seem to get, um, you know, poked fun at for some of the things that I'm pronouncing, you know, especially how I say ours instead of ours, ours. My mouth isn't even feel right saying it. Uh, but Percy... 343 got in touch um, and said, Matt talking about pronouncing our, our wrong in the same podcast. Alex pronounced Halloween, Halloween about a bazillion times. Please do a montage. All right. Well, let's have a listen. Have you got the button there? I got the button. Halloween. A good fun Halloween time. It is Halloween before Halloween. Halloween movie recommendations. When is it Halloween? Very Halloween-esque news for a Halloween episode. What is going get on? out of your mind this Halloween with a special spooky Halloween bent. What a spooky Halloween week it has been. It's a Matt and Alex Halloween ghoul fest. <sighs> All right. All right, so it's Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're telling me? I think so. Yes, you said beforehand. <laughs> you well, you said it so many times. Now I'm starting to doubt myself. Halloween is that Halloween. what we're going with? Because I just, <laughs> yeah. I just have a like. I, I assume I know how Sudoku goes, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that's wrong as well. But I'm, I don't know. I don't look it up. So it's Halloween, so all Hallows Eve. <laughs> okay. Do you know what? You know how it's spelt though, right? H A L L O W. Yeah. Don't worry. I mean, I had a friend who thought the word psychic. As in someone who, you know, can mentally see things was the word sidekick for so long. <laughs> there we go. There's always a bigger fish. That's what we like to hear. Um, Kimberly from Milton is joining us as well. G'day, Kimberly. Hey, how are you? Not too bad. Now, you got in touch with us about inheritance as well. What's your inheritance story? Uh, when my grandma passed away uh, nearly eight years ago now, she was an avid porcelain doll maker. Mm. Um, so I was gifted um, the entire collection, which was started around two thousand porcelain dolls. Whoa! <laughs> all handmade. How big? By how big are we grandma? talking? All handmade. How big? Yeah. Uh, some of them are kind of you know four or five centimeters, and I think the biggest one stood at about ninety six centimeters. But there's so many of them. What do you do with two thousand oh, porcelain dolls? There are so many of them. Um, I set up a little shop and I sold, I reckon I sold about 500 of them mm. um, just in like the local community. So all that money went towards my house deposit. Oh, um, nice. Well, it's kind of cool. It's something that grandma had always wanted to see me and my brother doing property ownership and that kind of stuff. So she wasn't around to see it, but it but helped it happen. That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, and my, actually, my house is about to start being built literally next week. So that's kind of cool that this is all coming out at the moment. That's awesome. Now, be honest, which one's bigger, your house or the doll room that oh. stored 2,000 dolls? <laughs> I mean, it's close, but I actually, after sending the message the other day, I went and looked up the floor plan of the old house and the doll room was sitting at around 65 square metres. <laughs> oh. My house is coming in at a cool 190, so I win that one. Oh, <laughs> you do okay. win. Three but there's a few hotel worth. rooms in Shibuya that could um, <laughs> definitely fit into that doll's room. So, yeah. look, it's a, it's a great collection, and uh, obviously I'm sure, like you said, your grand must be super proud to see where you are now and where the dolls, uh, what the dolls have done. So thank you so much for messaging us, Kimberly, and we'll catch you next time. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me on. 
All Day Breakfast. And thank you for tuning in to uh, All Day Breakfast uh, with Matt and Alex. It's been an honour to be hanging out with you today. Thanks to uh, Sarah for keeping us nice and cool uh, once again. And thank you to Ian Dyson for protecting us. <laughs> yeah. The gonna, sheriff. I'm going to have to get some sort of Western-type movie. Let's try and make a movie trailer for Ian Dyson <laughs> next week. And pres- I want to present it to him to say, Dad, I'm, I'm the movie execs have been on the phone. <laughs> they want they want you to star as uh, the Library Avenger. Anyway, I'll get on to that. I'll get on to that. I'll get to visit him this weekend as well for the first time hey, in ages. Give so. him a big hug for us um, and certainly don't talk too loud if you're near him <laughs> at Warnable Library. Guys, thank you for joining us. As always, you can keep in touch with us at matt.n.alex. We've had an awesome week and we can't wait to see you on Monday. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.